Sunday morning here, uh, where we're sitting or where we are. My name is uh, Chris Mary Helpman, and this is the uh, Wrestling Guild podcast where we talk about Impact Wrestling from GFW. With me, I have Sleeping Beauty, Nick Anderson. Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, yo, what's up? Not much. Um, We were supposed to do this earlier, but Nick uh, decided to watch Pirates of the Caribbean instead. It was an accident. That's the only way you can watch Pirates of the Caribbean uh, accident. So, so what, how would you rate Pirates of the the new Pirates of the Caribbean? Uh, I think I think it was a lot better than the fourth one, but I still think the third one had a lot more action to it. So, I don't think it beat the third one. No. Okay. Oh, okay. I I don't. Yeah, I think I did see the third one. But I don't think I haven't seen I haven't seen the fourth one. Oh yeah, but you haven't missed anything, so don't even bother. Okay, I won't. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about Impact from the seventh of September, two thousand seventeen. How how did you? This was this was the lowest rated Impact yet, uh, um, and I you can understand that. Oh, I well, not really lowest. I wasn't that harsh. I mean. Where are some good ma- matches here well, and there? Well, when so, we're talking lowest rated, we're talking about how many people watched it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not, 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 not in rate, I mean, in, in viewership. No, no, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But I'm shocked if that's the way. I mean, that's so. I mean, why are not people watching this episode? I mean, I've been complaining of some other episodes that were so boring, and I wouldn't recommend people to watch them, those episodes, but this episode wasn't that bad. I mean, I think well, last week it, 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 Impact had a low rating because of the hurricane, you know, and I guess they were having a special report on like the Weather Channel at the same time. So, so the setup for this episode was probably missed by several people. I don't think that anybody would have turned on the TV to watch Impact and seen the opening match, Trevor Lee, uh, Caleb Conley versus Petey Williams and Sanjay Dutton said, I'm not watching this crap anymore. I mean, because that was a good match. Um, yeah. I think it was people not turning it on to begin with. Yeah, from, from the beginning. Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah. Sure, so. sure. But I thought this was a decent episode. I liked it. It was better than the episode before, um, even though I didn't think that we were getting... This seemed like a little bit of like a kind of re- resolution episode. I mean, they, they kind of like ended a couple of things... Um, that they had sure. built up um, yep. last week. Mm-hmm. But, but we'll get into it. We start out with Trevor Lee and Caleb Conley versus Petey Williams and Sanjay Dutt. Um, 
it was it was first for the first time in a while we had a, a match up right away. What how did you think? What did you think? <laughs> I think Peter Williams and Sanjay Dutt they make a great team, and Jack Trimmer and Kayla, I mean they're good friends because they come from the same state, right? Or yeah, something like that. They're all they're good. Old, then, they're all buddies. So yeah, I mean I, I think it was a great match. It had great moves, you know, from Sanjay Dutt. Sanjay Dutt really gave like a hundred percent. He was really pissed off. Uh, Pete Williams, I'm really impressed by his moves. I didn't, you know, this is the first time for me, for me seeing him in that. So I am really, really impressed um, by his moves uh, in Impact Wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I, I like this match too. I think it was a really good way to start it out. You know, some X Division stars going toe to toe with each other. I thought it was well done. Um, Dutt and, and Williams win. Uh, with a destro- Canadian destroyer, uh, big splash combo, mm-hmm. and it is, yeah, this was it was interesting. This kind of I don't know if this how this if this ends any feud. It doesn't uh, if it ends the feud between Williams and Conley, or if it and because it didn't end the feud between Dutt and Lee because there was going to be a falls count anywhere match um, between uh, Trevor Lee and Sanjay Dutt for okay. the cruise uh, for the X Division title. Next week, I think. Oh. Yeah, correct. Next week, yeah, we had uh, Jim Cornette, right? And yeah. And then yeah. We, we move on to LAX for the first time in a long time. <laughs> yeah, finally. Finally, and they uh, they're uh, up against the jobber team of John Bolin and Zachary Wentz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, personally, I really don't like when like good teams or good tag teams go against jobbers because you know who's going to win. And in this case, I mean, yeah, LAX won, obviously. They wrecked them. They did really good moves. And the jobbers team obviously got fucked. Yeah, well, they were, they were, they, they, they got beat. Uh, They got beat like LAX. uh, They owed LAX money, basically. And, (laughs) and so, I mean, the thing is that you still want to, you still want to show LAX powerful, uh, yeah. but you don't. You don't want one of the other teams to to lose against them because then you're not going to have any challengers. Um, and Falaba and and Mario Bocara are a credible team, but you can't have them losing again. Um, so I don't know. You I mean there's there was there's no real there, there was nobody really to to. Uh, Put in with LAX, um, these jobbers they didn't get any offense, so there was like no, there was you didn't really get to show um, there was it, there was no comp- competition here. Yeah, no. yeah, that is, true. and I mean, like you say, that is a fair, good point that they can't really stand up to no one that they can easily just lose against, but they can't go against Balabar because they've already Balabar, you know, got fucked so many times. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Um, so. I definitely agree with that point. Yeah, that is true. So that's maybe why they had to put in jobbers, pretty much. Yeah. Um, OVE come out. Uh, and I th- the thing is that what impressed me here is that OVE have a better... I mean, they look good. I mean, they look credible. You know, they've got their own style. They've got the makeup. they got the crazy hair. They look kind of like what Conan said, some kind of meth addicts. Um, <laughs> yeah, <I> was, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but so they look the part, 
but they in the ring they have yet to impress us, which we've talked about several times. They say that they want the titles. Conan says they should come to Tijuana for some Mexican some Mexican uh, food. No, some. Well, he basically, you know, we're saying, you know, come at us, you know, we're good to go. We'll beat the fuck out of you, you know. This, you, you guys are going to get wrecked anyways, and, you know. Mm-hmm. You're trying to show how big you are here in the ring, but I mean, here when you're talking to us, but when you're in the ring, you're going to get, you know, beaten up. Yeah. So, so they accepted. So, uh, next week, uh, OVE are going to Tijuana, Mexico to the Crash Promotion, which is Conan's promotion, uh, to challenge for the uh, Impact Tag Team titles. I think that was interesting. I think that was uh, well, well, well done. It also shows Impact's kind of globalness. True, but I mean, I don't know. They have some balls going against LAX. I mean, I don't know about that. Uh, I wish them the best of luck. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is that right now that there aren't any other teams. I mean, you have Garza Jr. uh, and you have and the Laredo Kid. Uh, and and Reno Scum hasn't returned yet, uh, so I mean there aren't that many actual tag teams. Oh, the, the veterans of war, but they've lost a couple of times too. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That is a great point. There isn't that many tag teams overall. No. Anyway, next we have uh, we jump into the next match, which is Taryn Terrell uh, and Sienna versus Gail Kim and Ali. How did you like this match? Um, I yeah, I would say Kim did a very good job, and I'm not obviously shocked by that because she is really good overall. I mean, she, she's like the first one to take the title and whatnot. And uh, Ali was actually beating Sienna for a moment there in the match, and I was really impressed by Ali that she has been proving herself a lot. Yeah, what she can. Up to Sienna, who's really, really good and actually beats a lot of lot wrestling. Yeah. Um, here, KM obviously gets in, involved. Uh, Braxton Sutter uh, gets involved as well. Takes, you know, they they kind of fight all the way to the back. This is this is I mean, because this is odd because we don't really know where we have Braxton Sutter at this point. Because um, he's yeah. kind of like a heel, but then he does like. I mean, I guess his his gimmick is that he protects his his girlfriend, uh, and then it doesn't really matter who's in the way. Pretty much. I mean, yeah, you had KM trying to go for Ali's leg, I think, mm-hmm. and uh, he didn't. You know, he prevented him, uh, and they went like backstage. Pretty much, he chased him back there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, she, he basically just protects. Uh, his girlfriend and yeah. whoever's there, you know, that person's just going to get schmucked. Uh, Sienna gets the win with a roll-up on on Ali, I think it was, and then Taryn and Sienna attack, uh, attack and beat him up. Rosemary comes out, but is overpowered. <laughs> I don't know, Rose, yeah, Rosemary comes out, uh, but doesn't really do that much. I mean, okay, you hit them a couple of times, but then she gets herself into trouble. And then you have some new wrestlers. Yes. Taya Valkyrie comes, uh, which was announced last week that she was going to show up. 
she comes. It looks like she's going to attack Sienna and Taryn, but she turns and attacks Rosemary instead. How dare she? I said, How dare she? Yeah. Well, so I'm guessing. So I'm guessing the next program will be um, Taya versus Rosemary. Taya is huge. I mean, yeah. did you think about what? Well, uh, she is a big, big woman. We'll see. We'll see. That's be interesting. We have a little vignette about Eli Drake, obviously, because he's the champion. And uh-huh. then we have Jim Cornette coming down. Yeah. Uh, Jim Cornette comes out, um, announces a match, and then we have uh, Johnny also comes out. Well, first of all, Cornette says that he, he thanks the, the audience and, and talks about that uh, that Impact is a growing company, a global growing company. And that's kind of... I mean, this is interesting. I don't know if you've kept up with the news. We spoke about this on Friday a little bit about, you know, all the rumors going around about GFW. Um, and this is the, the beauty of having a podcast that is a little bit later. Uh, most of the rumors that come, they just kind of fly around and then you, you kind of get more of a true story. But what has been said is that Jeff Jarrett is out of the company for now. Um, not suspended, but he has a leave of absence, and they don't know really how long he's going to be, what his problems are. There have been rumors that he was like uh, not taking care of himself, that he was just kind of getting getting in the way. He was getting overweight. There was a couple of incidents that have been talked about. Um, wow. And I think today it was Karen Jarrett said that she thanked Anthem and Ed Norholm for, for giving um, Jarrett much needed time off. Oh. So whatever that means, if it means that he was addicted to pills and needed to be, you know, go go into rehab, or if he's injured and needs to take time off, or he's had some kind of nervous breakdown and needs to take time off, something's there's something there. Something among those lines. Yeah, so that is true. Um, the second part that was was it was reported from Sports Illustrated that GFW is hemorrhaging money and that Anthem was interested in selling. Um, which would mean that, and that there were three potential buyers, uh, Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins that had looked to buy, was looking to buy Impact before, um, Ring of Honor, which I don't oh, yeah. really see would have the money to buy Impact. <laughs> yeah. And the WWE that would only be interested in Impact's tape library. I mean, they have 15, 15 years of taped episodes of different kinds. And a lot of those people are in the WWE now, so they could get their hands on uh, stuff from Sting, from Kurt Angle, from AJ Styles, from Bobby Roode, from Eric Young. There's a whole, uh, Drew Galloway. There's a whole, you know, oh, yeah. mess of people. Um, but then people have, from GFW have been going out, coming out and saying, like, why... This is just all bullcrap, and and even there has been reports from other places that that people have apologized for giving out the wrong information. I haven't seen that anywhere. Any apologies? But so, what do you, what what do you think about this? The, the one thing is that GFW has announced that next week they're releasing the G uh, the global network. Oh yeah, the app, right? The app. Uh, so why would they release an app if 
they're going under. Yeah, pretty much that's a great point. Yeah, why would they even yeah try to get more viewers and whatnot and go global when they're about to sell their company? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a great point. And now there's so many rumors. This guy saying that that thing and that guy over there says this. Uh, so it's really unclear what's true and what's not. But I definitely don't think they would would sell because, like you say, I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna go for that point that they wouldn't release a full functional app uh, to go global if they were about to sell. No, I mean that that is one part. But then uh, I mean I'm not a financial tiger in in, in any way. Uh, quite the opposite. I think I'm a financial kitten, if anything. But, but, and I mean, and we can't all have trust funds like like you. But, but, um, I mean, I guess you could. There could be a point that if they released the the, the app, that would give the company more value. Mm, yeah, great point. Yeah, that that could be the case as well. That they would just try to get the value up. Yeah. But would they actually spend their time on a good app when? They're about to sell the whole thing. I mean, yeah, yeah, mm. really unclear. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. And but the thing is, as a uh, impact fan, there there's always like every every year or every other year, there's always rumors about the uh, you know them selling, they're losing money, they're not paying their talents and stuff like that. So I don't know what's really true. Um, you know, we'll just have to see what what happens and and you know take everything with um, a grain of salt. Pretty much. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh, so that that being said, uh, Cornette said that the, you know there's a lot of talent there. They compete. Uh, he th- says that he thinks that Matt Seidel is going to win the night. Yeah, then that's what Impact Johnny Impact comes in. And what does he say? Well, Johnny Impact pretty much wants to meet the winner and yeah. compete with that person and. Uh, yeah, you know, just just wants to go for the winner, pretty much. Uh, but you have someone else coming out. Yeah, Low Key comes down and says that. I mean, he's the one that's next in line for a title shot. Yeah, I mean, uh, you have LAX and you know Low Key, and you know they, they, they think that Johnny is you know skipping the line pretty much. And, and what happened to Low Key? Haven't you seen what Low Key have done and whatnot? Um, and I mean. Yeah, I mean, Jim really explains that, you know, he, he is waiting in line and not seeing what you've done, Loki, but, you know, you just got to wait just like anyone else. You're not going to get, I mean, just because you guys are Latino, you're not going to get a free pass or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and I mean, Loki lights him up. I mean, he really goes off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that, that's what I love about that's what I love about Loki. He's got such passion, and it's really too bad that he left the company because I mean they need somebody that he le- really gets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, next week it's going to be Johnny Impact versus Loki for a number one contendership spot. Who is going to win? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to be Impact. Otherwise, I'm thinking that the reason why Loki kind of left is because he maybe he doesn't win this match and he goes back to the, the X Division, which is it was what he wanted. So I'm going to think that Impact is going to, Johnny Impact is winning. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, that would say the same. 
So uh, then we see Joseph Park and Gredo um, in the. In, I don't know where they are. I think they're in Orlando at the studios there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> some yeah from the previous episode, like we saw in the, in the previous episode, that um, she is not American. No, she's Canadian. Yeah, and that's when the major problem comes in. That if he marries her, he's still not going to be able to stay in America. No. So Grado has to. He has to break up with Laurel. And he does, and she goes crazy again. She, she goes, goes back to crazy. Mental. Huh? She goes yeah. mental, yeah. Yeah, crazy, mental. I, this is not over. I marked my words. I swear to God, this is not over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Um, after that, we, we get to the Triple Mania recap, which takes up a, a, a bit of time. Um. So the ones who were in at Triple Mania was DJ Z, Andrew Everett, Moose, and Lashley. Uh, they talk about Johnny Impact. So we'll, we'll start with that. Uh, I would have liked that maybe they could have actually shown the matches. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I don't know how much time they took up, like 10 minutes? Yeah. And they didn't show. I mean, they 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 said because they were, they were talking on social media that, oh, watch the return of DJ Z. You know, after his injury, um, but I mean, we never, we didn't really see much of DJZ's match. <laughs> great promoting there, impact, great, great job. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, what, what do you think about the promotion as a whole? I mean, I don't know. I, I, this is where my dislike comes in because I, I think a promotion could be max what five minutes because. After five, you know, seven, eight minutes, you start to get bored. You know, bored. Yeah, but I would have, I would have liked to see them actually show like a match instead from Triple Mania. I mean, here uh, instead they talk about like DJZ coming back. They talk about his backstory. Um, I don't know if you know, but I mean, DJZ uh, several months ago was injured uh, in the Crash promotion, uh, fighting uh, Laredo Kid. Laredo Kid hit him with like a splash. And busted his uh, his colon, which is basically his you know lower intestines, and he almost he almost died. Damn. So and he, so I mean you gotta you gotta like that he he came back, um, but and then you have you know so you, and then they showed Moose Moose and Lashley kind of like how Moose and Lashley are actually friends and they, they well, then they wrestled and they were in like a gauntlet match. And the same thing happened as in gauntlet for the gold where, where Moose uh, drop kicked Lashley out of the ring. Mm, yeah. And then Lashley said that Lambert was right. So he's just like, screw this stuff. So it's like, mm. makes it sound like Lashley is not going to wrestle anymore. Pretty much. Yeah. That's what it's going to, that's what pretty much what it looks like. Yeah. yeah. Sadly. Um, and then fine. they, yeah, and then they kind of promoted Johnny Impact, and then they talked about the Rosemary and Sexy Star incident. You know where where uh, Rosemary got yeah. her uh, arm popped by Sexy Star. Yeah. So. Yeah, I would say the same. It would, it would even be better if they could just show a match from Triple Mania than taking up ten minutes of talk. Yeah. Um, be with that. Yeah. 
And then, and then, the, and more of this stuff. And this is—I mean, this could be why why maybe the show wasn't that much or to to write home about because then we had a Desmond Xavier vignette. Uh, we had a vignette for Pagano. Um, and the thing is that if you've seen these vignettes on on YouTube, which you can, uh, then it, they're just repeats of what you've already seen. Uh, You've got to have. I feel like you've got to have stuff on YouTube or social media that you can't see anywhere else. Yeah. I, I don't think you should repeat it. You should be able to watch uh, the YouTube parts as a complement to the show, and sure. and not have the YouTube parts on the show because then they're redundant. You know, have stuff on the show that you can't miss. If you miss them on the show, then you've missed them. That that is a good point. I mean, yeah, like you say, if you, if you go on YouTube, that should be just a separate part uh, from the episode itself. Um, so yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, and then we have yeah, so we have the Pagano vignette. We have uh, a vignette uh, where uh, talking about Edwards, Eddie Edwards winning the GHC championship, which you know, congratulations to him. Yeah. And then we have a Garza Jr. vignette, which makes me believe that we're going to be probably seeing like a, a singles run for Garza Jr. Yeah, he was uh, going by himself this time. You know, he was talking for himself. There wasn't no. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll, maybe we'll see a, a Garza Jr. Uh, Braxton Sutter program. That wouldn't be too bad. Mm, that could work. Yeah, that could work. Wow. Well. Uh, and then your favorite, your boy. Richard Justice is backstage. Yeah, he was in the promotion as well. Um, I don't know what to say. Is there anything to say about him? He 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 needs to be. Uh, he needs to stand by. He needs to be there. Uh, he's he's got good work ethic. What can you say? You know, you could probably take a tip from him. I just feel it's so sad. He's like in the back there waiting. <laughs> episode for something to happen and when something happens it's like once a month so like, <laughs> uh, I don't know um, yeah a for effort for him yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm at Seidel promo and then into the GFW Global Championship match the main event Seidel versus Eli Drake how did you like this wow that's how I described the match it was great it was great I liked it. Uh, I could definitely watch this again. Uh, both did their very, very best. It was an intense match. A lot of kicks, a lot of jumps, a lot of locks, on the head, like headlocks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And a lot of pins. And it, it was, I, I really, really liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It was a really good match. They got to showcase what they... I mean, Mike, Matt Seidel is so good. that, And, and I think... Eli Drake is good too. He's very good. Uh, the only thing is that sometimes it feels like when Eli Drake maybe wrestles somebody who isn't on his level, uh, a lot of the stuff that he does can look a little botched, you know, that they make mistakes. But that I think has to do with more with the person that Eli Drake is facing. Matt Seidel is so good that he can like he can he can take it all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's that's a great part as well. That's- like you say, yeah, Eli Drake sometimes meets people that are not on his level. But in this match, I would say they were, you know, pretty much on the same level. I mean, Max Seidel has improved himself from zero to a hundred. Uh, uh, from personal, 
I mean, personally, when I saw Matt Seidel from the beginning, he wasn't really the best wrestler. But then after a couple of episodes, wow, uh, he's been improving himself. Wow. Yeah, well, uh, Eli Drake gains the advantage by from some interference by Chris Adonis, obviously. He hits the gravy train. Uh, well, he knocks uh, Seidel over the head with the belt, and then he hits the gravy train, and he wins, and he retains. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty pissed. I don't like when people cheat like that. <laughs> they need to be fair. You have Chris Adonis out there. He's like, he's so desperate. He doesn't really know what to do. He knows that Max Seidel might even actually win over his Drake. But he tries everything. He tries to distract the referee with the chair. He, he, he gives the belt to Eli Drake and all this. Yeah, I don't know. But it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Anyway, so, uh, how would you rate this this impact? I mean, I'm going to be pretty, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a hater, but I would say, sorry to say, I would say a C plus. Okay. Yeah, I give it a C. I, I give it the plus because of the matches were good, but the impact <laughs> itself was kind of like, a, a, you could miss it without uh, any issues. And it was kind of short, and this triple mania took up ten minutes, so it made you know the whole show very short. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, C plus. C plus. Okay, well, Nick, I hope you have a pleasant rest of the day and get yourself a, a well deserved nap. Well, uh, you can follow us. Well, now now you can follow us on on YouTube as well, if you'd like. You can find us on YouTube, on SoundCloud, on Stitcher. Follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, you can send us a letter if you like in the post, maybe. Letter, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. A fax. Send us a fax. Send us some candy. Some candy. Nick needs some candy to stay awake. Anyway, for Nick Anderson, my name is Chris Mary Holtzman, and we'll see you next week on the Wrestling Guild. Bye.